With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So, uh, Beckham and guest three. Okay. So you guys are, uh, if anybody wants to call in, I've got about another half hour here. I can go back to, uh, playing the recording of a previous conversation with my friend, Jason, they're usually pretty good conversations. They're interesting. They deal with a lot of this stuff. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and lecture anybody. I come here for conversations. This isn't talk radio, and I'm not here to entertain anybody. Uh, I'm here to have a conversation with someone who's interested in the subject of language and uh, consciousness and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, is anybody interested in having a conversation, or shall I just uh, start the uh, start the recording again? Or maybe I can just end it. I mean, actually, I've got other stuff to do, and if nobody wants to talk, um, I can just uh, you know close it down and go on to, to my next task. So, uh, okay, Beckham's gone. That just leaves guest three. Work is slavery. You're absolutely right on that, G3. Uh, we should be able to end work, I think, in the next 20, 30 years. The whole idea of our economy that we're working towards full employment is so absurd. Just about everything about the culture we live in is 180 degrees opposite of what we should be doing. We should be striving towards zero employment. I don't suspect we'll ever get, well, we may get there, but we won't get there for a long, long time. But we can certainly, uh, you know, eliminate the vast majority of work and then just divide what's left over equally among us, and which would mean probably you and I wouldn't have to work more than a couple of weeks a year, maybe a month, I don't know, whatever. And then we'd have the rest of the year free to play sports and music and dance and study and do whatever we feel like. So, Gestry, you're not responding at all. Are you still there? Uh, if you're not there, then I'm just kind of, okay, yeah, you're you're there. Do you um, you interested in talking about this stuff, guest three, or shall I give anything? I'm not interested in just sitting here and uh, blabbering on, you know, by myself. You must be guest three. Uh, try again. So, Central Colorado. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was guest three. I was getting some delay in the chat room, so I decided to call in before. Uh, yeah. You... Yeah, you're using a phone, right? Yeah, yeah, that work. 
Yeah, I don't know why there was a delay in the chat. Well, sometimes talk show has its issues. How were you? How were you in the room? What? What? How did you get in <laughs> to listen? The web thing, or do you use Talk Show Live Pro? Oh, I was logged in as a guest, and I used the. Um, I do, I don't have an okay. account. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're on the web interface. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm on the web interface. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so what's on your mind? You've been listening for a while. About, I don't know, 15 minutes, I caught the last end of your conversation with uh, the lady from, what was it, North Carolina? Yeah. I thought that was a pretty interesting conversation, and I noticed that you mentioned an Alan Watt. No, Alan Watts, with an S on the end of it. There is a guy named Alan Watt, uh, but that's not the guy I'm referring to. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with the one with the plural. Yeah. No, more people are aware of Alan Watt, but uh, he's he's doing something quite different. <laughs> so what do you think of the Alan Watt that's plural? Well, I, I don't. I, I don't think much of it because I don't really know much about it. I just knew there was some confusion about it, and I, I went to his website and just looked at it for a little while. But it, um, I mean, I don't I don't really know anything about him. Yeah, he's more into conspiracy and how yeah. the world, yeah. you know, is controlled and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't really, I mean, I agree with a lot with with what he says, but then I'm concerned of what his agenda is and stuff like that. So I don't take everything that he says as, you know, fact, you know. Yeah, well, it's good to consider everybody's opinions and to think about it, you know, and make up your own mind. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're more into what language as... um, just a means of communications, or do you think there's nothing no, there? No, 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 I think there's a far deeper level. I think that basically we construct our concept of reality out of language, that most of what people think of as so-called objective reality is really uh, just a way of thinking about reality that's, that is actually an activity in the domain of language. It's a way of thinking in fact, the word reality, I would say, is really a bogus concept. I mean, when it's used to describe some sort of external objective thing, uh, I would say reality is whatever you experience right now. What I'm sitting here in a Starbucks, I can feel the chair I'm sitting in, my elbows are on the table, I'm, I can feel the pressure of the headset I'm wearing, I can see stuff, I can hear stuff. That's what I mean by reality. Anything beyond that is a theory to explain my experience. There are lots of theories. One of them is that there is actually is a chair that I'm sitting in, and I really am in a Starbucks, and it's all real and all that, and that's a nice theory. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that theory, but there are other theories that are just as uh, useful that are quite different than that, and neither none of those theories are reality. They're just ways of thinking about and explaining my experience. That was, that's true. Uh, it wouldn't be a theory if 
you could prove that you were sitting in the chair, obviously. So, like, if somebody could see you on a video camera or somebody... No, that doesn't prove anything. No, all I'm saying is that anything that... A theory is literally something that exists in the domain of language. I mean, a theory cannot exist without language. Dogs don't have theories about, about their lives and their experience. They just have their experience. What makes us different, what makes humans different, is that we have this bizarre thing called language that allows us to build theories and explanations of stuff, which is all very powerful and interesting. We wouldn't have civilization or science or much of anything without, without language. And hell, we'd just be another monkey without language. Um, but theories are, are nothing... Beyond, they're like maps. Let me put it this way. You know what a you know what a topo map is? Topographical map. Oh, top, a top, Yeah. 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 You've seen one before. Yeah, it's the it's like a geology map, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so it 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 gives it maps elevations. Right. So when yeah, you exactly. backpacking or stuff, you use a topo map because you can find your way out in the mountains with a topo map. Right. Um, okay, but. You can have a street map, and a, and you can have a topo map for the very same territory. The two maps look entirely different from one another. And nobody in their right mind would ask the question, which is the true map for the territory? That's an, a, a stupid question. There's any number of possible maps, and you pick a map depending upon what you're interested in doing. If you're thinking about buying... Uh, flood insurance, maybe, because you're just moving, then you're going to want to use a topo map. But if you want to find a way to work, then you're going to want to use a street map. And you don't want to have to pick which one is the only map you're going to use. You're going to use, you're going to keep them both and maybe have some other maps and, and use whichever map is appropriate to what you're interested in doing at the time. And though, and language allows basically it allows us to make maps out of sound, mm-hmm. but nothing nothing we can say, no map, no theory, could ever be the territory. In fact, there's a famous quote from Alfred Korzybski, who I met, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, he says the map is not the territory. It's a fundamental distinction that most humans lose. Most humans actually think that their theory of reality is the way it really is. You know, right. Christians have their map, Muslims have their maps, atheists have their maps, and all of them think that they know what's really going on, and they're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, people could have... So, okay, if, if two people are in the same room... Um, near each other, then then obviously they're going to have two different realities. Absolutely. Each one is experiencing their own unique experience. Even, even the same person in the same room on two different occasions is not in the same room. So if I go into, I'm sitting here in Starbucks today. I was also here yesterday at this time. It's not the mm-hmm. same. It's similar, but it certainly isn't the same. So then your premise is that language is a way to um, interpret your reality? Because I see it as, it can be nefarious. 
certain certain groups of people or even single people use, I think, in my opinion, they use language as a way to shape other people's realities. Oh, absolutely. Sure. People, that's what advertisers try to do all the time, or politicians, or preachers, or teachers in school. That's their job. Like yeah. um, music and especially television and uh, movies. Yeah. I mean, my, my opinion is the whole purpose for those three things are to try to manipulate other people into um, agreeing with other, you know, with a their point of view. Yeah, yeah. Point of, Trying to convince yeah, them that their map is the real map. Exactly. They got the real true map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Totally insane. It is insane. And, and a lot of people don't realize that that's what... Well, most know, people, 98% of humans actually believe that they understand what reality really is. I agree. I totally uh, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as, as, far as the English language, I know I've heard a couple people say that it's um, it's almost like a milita- military style form. You know what I mean? Because certain groups, you know, I'm not. I, I. We don't have to go there. But certain, like even secret societies, use the English language as a way, like they communicate with it, and then we don't know what the the way that they're using the words. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not really. No, I don't. Okay, like like Freemasons use certain symbols, and especially corporate corporate symbols. Most most of the like the Fortune 500 companies, those are those are Freemason symbols um like the corporate logos uh-huh those are masonic symbols well but, i imagine yeah. some of them are yeah right and other um so so they use the english language to communicate with within their group and then when we when we perceive what they're saying we don't realize that that they might have a different agenda with those words. You know what I mean? It's almost like uh, it's cryptic to us. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I I don't. This is where I really start to part company with most of the so-called conspiracy theorists, because I don't believe. I mean, I think there are certainly groups of people who are trying to control things and may even think they control things. But mm-hmm. I don't think they even control their own their own brains. So I don't think they're able. I mean, they're not even able to control their own language machines. <laughs> so I don't think they're in control of anything. I think there's uh, something else going on that's way bigger than any group of people who thinks they're going to try to run things. It's like the bacteria that live under my fingernail getting together and deciding to take over. <laughs> you know, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, but see, they, but yeah, it's an illusion, though. The economy is an illusion. Uh, money. Well, sure, everything is an illusion. Reality, the concept of reality itself is an illusion. Right, so you have all these groups that try to... Uh, um, yeah, they push their, their illusion on everybody else, right. See, that's where I have the problem. That's where... Well, I guess if you want to call it conspiracy theory or whatever, but, well, but no, yeah, no, I, I agree you. with you though. It's all it's um we allow ourselves to think that their version of reality is 
is, you know, the the main version of reality or, or we should, you know, believe theirs over ours or whatever. Well, it's a complex thing. I don't think we're going to come up with a simple explanation of the whole thing. I've been working on this stuff for a long time, and I'm, you know, still working on trying to make sense out of it. So, you know, I'm sort of comfortable now with the fact that I don't really know a whole hell of a lot. (laughs) That's quite liberating. Once you give up uh, the concept of reality... And uh, you know that's that's a that's a an amazing place to be. It's a powerful place to be because you don't have to believe anything anybody says. You just they're all their theories. Some of those theories are interesting at one point, you know. And right now for this conversation, some theory may work very well. Ten minutes later, another theory may work better for something else. I don't have any commitment to any of them. Right. So uh, are you a believer in, um, or even a thinker no. in um, multi-dimensions? I'm not a Actually, I would say, in fact, I, I, one of my favorite sentences that I've written, I haven't written that many that I really like, but one of my favorite ones is, belief itself is the great sin. Mm-hmm. Belief would imply that one map is somehow the truth. Right. I don't believe anything. I have lots of theories. Uh, I don't believe any of them. At least I try to. I mean, I probably do, but I mean, I'm I'm working on eliminating belief. But uh, so, you know, there are lots of theories, and multidimensional reality is certainly an interesting theory that has a lot to recommend it, but I certainly don't believe that that is the truth. It's, again, just uh, another theory. Maybe a very useful one. Yeah, well, I mean, a belief is just an opinion on something. That's so, not the what it is for most people. Talk to a Christian. It's not just their opinion. Talk to oh, a Muslim who just, <laughs> just strapped, uh, you know, a couple of pounds of uh, C4 to their body, whether it's just a theory. It's not <laughs> a opinion. Oh, I'm not religious, so it's not, but I don't have anything against, um, you know, atheists or... Uh, Christians. I was atheist for a while. Well, I do. And, yeah. and even I, agnostic. I something but now I'm like neutral. Really. I'm just. I'm, yeah. Uh, you no, know, agnosticism just, is, I think, the only reasonable position. It just simply says we don't know. We've got our theories. I've got a lot of theories. I've got a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but they're just my ideas. They're just my theories. And. You know, I don't know. And that seems to me the only really defensible position to be in. We don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know anybody who does. Yeah, I don't know if um, a God exists or gods exist or if Jesus was alive. I wasn't there. That's what I tell people yeah. when yeah. when I try to um, talk to them about certain things. I go, well, were you there? Did you see him? You know, do you have, would, were you, did you see, hear, sense, touch? And they look at me with those. Even if you were, that's, that wouldn't make one bit of difference anyway. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm here now, and all I've got right now are my own theories about, so if I'd been there, I mean, there were different people who were there who had very different theories about it. Who was right? Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, but I just see too much fighting. I mean, everybody's fighting over their own, uh, what they yeah. think their theories are yeah. true or whatever, and it's just like... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a waste of time. Yeah, yeah it is a waste it, of time. 
I mean, we could be doing so much better things than... Yeah, there's all sorts of other more interesting things to do than to try to convince someone else that my map is better than their map. I may think my maps are better, but I know enough now that uh, there's no way I can make anybody change their mind. If somebody asks me, I'll be happy to share my maps with them. But uh, most people are very, you know, committed to their maps. And um, so, so I don't, I don't engage in arguments with people about this or even debates about it. It's just a waste of time. Yeah, it is. Um, even trying to get people to realize that the economy is a complete illusion. It's magic. Yeah. And they still are fear-mongered about all oh, the bailout bills. and. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. There's no, the, the, the problem is... So it is such a deep level of hypnosis that, yeah. again, you really you really cannot have a, a, any kind of reasonable discussion with people about this stuff because they literally are entranced by their own language machine. They believe everything they hear their voice say. They think again they're identified with the voice in their head. They're they're, they're almost not there. They're really nothing more than language robots. So are you? And uh... So you're not the type of semantical um, objectionist when it comes to language? Are you like a language or grammar Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure some people would think of me that way. I don't think of myself that way. I, think, uh, I think there are times when we have to use language very precisely. It's very important. A small percentage of the time, I've gone so far as to create a whole different language called Earthling, which is a debug subset of wild English that's designed for clear thinking and accurate communication. I don't need it very often, probably less than 2% of the time, usually when I'm in some sort of situation where I find myself unhappy or tense or pissed off or fearful or having some emotion that I don't like, at that point, that's when uh, I check in and start uh, being very critical of my own languaging. And inevitably, what I find is that uh, I've been captured. I've been sort of swept up in a stream of language that's uh, just nonsense and, and silliness. And so in, in that sense, about 2% of the time, I am an extreme language Nazi or grammar <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> But only, only only when it's necessary. <laughs> I wasn't accusing you. I was just uh, wondering. No, I know. Some... No, 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 I know. Listen, I, you, you can't offend me by saying anything, so I, I don't take it as an accusation. But I've heard that by other. I mean, you know, if somebody catches me when I'm talking about that aspect of language, they would interpret me as being this enforcer of linguistic. Uh, you know, properness, you know. And yeah. um, and like I say, I think that's really important a small percentage of the time. Usually when things are going well, it, it's not important at all. But when, there, when, when there's a problem to be solved, then I get very picky about the language that's being used. Yeah, I've noticed some people are real particular with using precise... Um, English or language, but then whenever I look up words in the dictionary, they have multiple meanings, and obviously they have um, yeah. similar Yeah, it's meanings. not really about definition. Actually, uh, 
when I I mentioned Earthling, Earthling is basically English minus what I call the five stupidities. And I'm not going to go into that right now, but uh, looking up words in the dictionary, I mean, well, that's useful at times, but uh, that that's sort of irrelevant, you know. The issue the is... Word, the words people. change over time. Like, you could look up the, a word in a Webster's Dictionary from, you know, 50 years ago, and then look yeah. it up you know, 20 years ago, and... The, well, you can look it up in the in the dictionary today and find that it has, a word has seven different meanings. Right, and then and then different dictionaries define it differently. Yeah, yeah, well, they're not that different, but the point is that words are quite flexible and can have... The important thing is that if two people are having a discussion that they're both on the same page about what they mean when they use a word. Doesn't and it doesn't even make any difference whether it coincides with any of the dictionary definitions, as long as you and I use a word in a way that we both intend. Then uh, it's not really important whether it's in accord with any dictionary or not. I mean, if we want to talk to someone else, I mean that could be a problem. But I mean that's something I've had to contend with because in the process of my work, I've sort of had to redefine some terms to suit me. You know, uh, and and in order to talk reasonably with people, I have to explain to them sometimes that when I use this word, this is what I mean. So you have to clarify yourself. Yeah, and and that's always a, a, a crucial issue uh, to be clear about what I mean by a word, and if and to be aware that you may have a different meaning of the word, and and to be looking out for potential pitfalls in that and, and learning how to overcome them. And it's not about being right or wrong. It's just about saying, listen, when I use this word, this is what I mean. Okay? And if you mean something different, then let's straighten this out. You're meaning this. Okay, let's let's clarify what we're talking about here. Right. I mean, democracy is, you know, or freedom. There, there's a bunch of these words that people throw around, you know, uh, and they're just, they're so ambiguous. Uh, you know, if you want to agree with them, you can. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. It, it's, it's um, well, I mean, yeah, I can tell from, from the way you're talking that you've been frustrated by this nonsense for a while. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes I think ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and then other times... Uh, only only think- for the ignorant. <laughs> yeah, but see, ignorant isn't an insult. Like, you could call me ignorant, and I really wouldn't get offended now, because I know all oh. it means is a lack of knowledge. But if you tell somebody, yeah, well, that, yeah. but if you tell somebody yeah. that's ignorant, and they don't realize what, you know, most people would agree with that word means, they get all yeah. bent into shape. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. You don't, you, but then you're talking about those humans. They're really nothing but a bunch of language monkeys, and there's no point in being upset about the way they react. you got to learn... To expect them. <laughs> right. Well, I'm upset. Well, I'm quite serious. I mean, yeah, I'm quite ignorant about uh, automatic transmissions. You know, if, my, if mine breaks, I take it to a guy who knows way more than I do. In fact, he know I don't know anything about it. I just have to hope that I, I'm a good enough judge of character that I can trust him. But I'm totally ignorant of all sorts of things. There's no shame in being ignorant. I agree. It's just that I see that um, even words like liberty, freedom, democracy, um, I only really like 
two of those or one of those words, democracy is really not what you want in a government. Most people don't realize that. Liberty is similar to freedom, but it's still regulated. So the government likes to use the word liberty, and government means to control and regulate. So really, you know, freedom is really the only word out of those three that I that I like. Because I just feel we're we're dealing with. You're dealing with one of the issues uh, when I talked about the five stupidities of English. Each of the words you just mentioned uh, is is in a category of words that is one of the central problems of the English language. And the problem is called reification. It's treating abstract nouns as though they're things. And I don't want to go into the whole deep. You're not in the room anymore, so I can't give you text, can I? Oh, I'm still in there, but I just don't see anybody... Can you read, if I put some, uh, a link in there, can you can you get the link? Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, I'm going to put a link in there. Um, and I, I don't want you, actually, I'm going to close this thing down. So I don't want you to go there right now, but after we're done, you might want to go and play with this thing. Um, there are, there are, you they told you what a man is. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm having a hard time hearing you. You're breaking up. I'm really, I'm really, can you hear me okay now? It's still, it's still bad. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I can hear noises, but I can't really tell what you're saying. It's really... Oh, uh, uh, it's too bad. Too bad. Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, maybe, we, maybe we should... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I mean, I haven't changed, changed anything. Maybe Todd Charles has a problem. Still having still trouble, trouble, trouble understanding me. Yeah, I am. Okay. okay. Well, then why don't we just answer this for now? I got other things to do. And you can um, play with that link. Did you get the link I just sent you? Um. No, I want the link. Okay. Well, I did send it to you. I mean, I sent the text. It's in the chat room. There's a link there. So, uh, anyway, listen, I'm here almost every day, every day except Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, come back tomorrow or the next day or some other day, and we'll, we'll talk some more about this stuff. Sure. I just, um, I guess I'm like, um, I don't know, I don't try to be too precise with language, but then I realize that it's used to control us, and that's the part of it that I don't like. Well, the thing is, there are times when you need to be precise. Not always, but there are times when precision... You know, it's just like if if you hire an architect to build a house for you, you don't want a sloppy architect. You want a guy who's going to be very damn precise in his measurements and the materials he chooses, and it's really important. Otherwise, your damn house is going to fall down if your architect isn't precise. And it's the same concept with language. Sometimes we're building structures in language, and if we're not careful, we're going to build sloppy structures that won't hold up. And in those cases, like I say, it's rare, but when they come up, being very precise in language is crucial. It's just not always crucial. Right. Sometimes it is. So did my... uh... 
interpretation of the three words I gave give you did that fall under one of your stupids? <laughs> uh, yeah, but not it's not in your definitions. It's it's your well, we won't listen. Let's just talk about it next time because that's a really oh, kind yeah, of sure. deep thing. It's uh, I can't really go into it now. Yeah. Uh, it would take at least ten or fifteen minutes to, but. If you've got that link I sent you, go experiment with what's what, what's going on there, and it'll. And then the next time we talk, uh, we can we can deal with that because once you see it, it's real simple. It's not a big deal, and, okay, and issues awesome. like that are easy to solve. Actually. Okay. Can you please post it in the room? I I closed. I went back in the room under as guest. Okay. Aid. It's it, it's in there. Okay. I'll post it again. I don't uh, need it. Okay, how about now? Okay, I'll check out you, that link and then it? I'll. Yeah. I hope yeah. to talk to you again about yeah. language uh, and. I guess I'm here every day between 3 okay. and 5 California time, every day except Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. Good. What's your name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron? Okay, good. My name is Aaron. So. Oh, really? <laughs> we'll talk again. Yeah, Her- well, you know, just like it says there, Heron, that's my name. So, Is that your real first name? That's it. I don't think I've ever seen that name before. No, you probably haven't. Interesting. It's not, okay, why well, not you a go? Compliment. Okay, Aaron, thanks for coming right. in and talking. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.